Hi, I'm Neil McReynolds, the pastor of the City Church, and I just want to personally thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We meet every Sunday at 9 and 10.30 a.m. and Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m., and we'd love it if you came and joined us. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy this week's podcast. Well, today I get to talk about our very last gift as we've went through this whole series of Created on Purpose. And so like if you've missed any of this series, I would highly invite you to check out our website, cityqc.com. And you can hear all about the series. You can find we went through seven different gifts and we're ending the giftings with how God has created us. Some of us are created with a gift of giving. And this is specifically for financial giving. It's not only a gift of serving people, which is what Aaron talked about, but this is, today I'm going to talk about finances, which is always the most favorite thing to talk about in church. I needed to start with a really bad joke today, didn't I? Especially if I'm going to talk about finances. So the gift of giving, it's truly a gift that God has created some people with to, to actually give things financially. We're not there yet, baby. All right, so before we get to the definition of this, I can say baby because that's my wife running the media. Just, there's, a, there's a lot of things I'm going to have to clear up as this message is... Did we pray? I thought so. All right. I need a volunteer, just one person. I need one person to volunteer. Anybody that's willing to come up to the front of the stage. Don, yeah, go ahead and come on up. Give it up for Don. He just got back from vacation. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Where did you visit, sir? We visited, uh, let's see, Hawaii, yeah. Texas, Florida, and the Cayman Islands. There you go. This is, this is living. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, God Don, God is good, and he's going to even be better for you today. It's going to get better. Yeah, it's going to get better. <laughs> so just because you came up here to volunteer, I'm going to give you 10 bucks. This is your money. This is, this is out of my pocket. This is not the church's money. This is Neil and Amy's money. I do have a sugar mama. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. <laughs> yeah, you can thank Amy, mainly. <laughs> so this is, this is our money, and I just wanted to, you know, because you followed through and coming up, I just wanted to give you $10. Well, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Super. We'll be blessed, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Would you mind giving me $1 back? Would that, would that hurt you at all? No, I think I can do that. Okay. Thank you. Be blessed. Go ahead with your $9. Thank Spend you. it on something very wisely today. All right, be blessed. It's the gift of giving. Did that make you guys feel good? It, it makes them, He's got bills to pay, he just got back from vacation. It's the gift of giving, to be able to give people things. And God invites us, you know, I got to use this opportunity because the Lord invites us to actually trust him with our giving too. You know, it's tithing. It's 10%. So for, you, for some of us in the room, we're like, that's oh, so cool. Don got $10, right? How did you feel when I said, hey, would you mind just giving me a dollar back? Because that's tithing. You know, the Lord opens up opportunities for us to make money. He blesses us with money. He, he takes care of all of our needs. 
And then he says, hey, will you trust me with 10% of that? So for some of us in the room, we have this gift of giving. We, we love to give people things. But for some of us, we think about Christmas as an opportunity for us to get some more stuff. Right? Be honest. It's okay. It's okay if you don't have the gift. If you think about Christmas or your birthday as this opportunity, you know, some of us are thinking about, well, I will eat somewhere where everybody likes, but man, it's my birthday today. So like today is about me getting stuff. And that's okay. It's all right. But some of us have this beautiful gift of giving and God truly designed you and created you with a purpose to give, to just give extravagantly to just trust him with your finances and so that you can just give and give and give and give. And this gift is beautiful. And so I just want to honor that today. I want to I talk about that and some different characteristics of it and some different weaknesses of it. We're going to look at the definition of it first. The gift of giving is, is, a, is a supernatural, functional gift. So it's supernatural because we aren't designed in our culture to be people that want to give stuff away. This is something that God has created you with a purpose and put a passion in your heart. So it's supernatural. It's beyond our nature to have this gift. It's a supernatural functional gift that God gives to certain members of the body of Christ to contribute their material resources with liberty and cheerfulness. So let's turn to the Bible. It's in uh, Romans 12, 6 through 8, which is one of the verses that we're going to be looking at today. Romans 12, 6 through 8. I'm going to go ahead and pray while we're looking at that. You can look it up on your phone. There's Bibles under the chair. I'm going to also read it out loud, but... Holy Spirit, we just invite you to just speak directly to our hearts today. That is why we're here. We want to hear from you, Jesus. God, we want to know you more. We, we want to understand the way that you've designed each one of us in this room. And so, Lord, I just pray for anybody that has this gift of giving, Lord, that their ears would be so attentive to, to how you've designed them. And, oh, wow, would you just put pieces together of a puzzle of their life? And that's, oh, that's why I, I feel that way. That's why I'm drawn to people that way. But also, Lord, I just pray for anybody in this room that necessarily doesn't really operate from this gift of giving. It's not a supernatural functional gift that you've given them, Lord. Lord, that we would just honor that that we would learn the, the value of the people that just give to, to make things happen for your kingdom. Have your way, Lord. Would your scripture just come alive today? In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 12, six through eight. It says, we have been given different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance to your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If your gift is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, then do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, then do it cheerfully. So you can see Paul's writing to the, back to the church 
which is another, another passage where we're finding Paul writing to the church talking about, like, you guys have been created with purpose. God has purpose for you. Each one of you has specific gifts to operate in. And he goes even into more detail in some of these gifts than we've been reading in Ephesians 4.11. If it is to give, then give generously. If this is your gift, Let's look at some of the characteristics of the gift of giving. Commitment to regular tithing and giving additional donations to the church. The ability to make wise purchases and investments in order to set aside resources for the Lord. Some people with the gift of giving still have an iPhone 4. <laughs> Desire to give quietly to, effect it to, to effective ministries and projects. A lot of times this gift, when you're operating on the characteristics, you don't need a lot of people knowing that you did something. You actually love to just like slip some money in here and take care of some finances here. A family in the church is really hurting. You just take care of it. There, there's no, nobody needs to know about that. That's how you operate with this gift. An attempt to give to motivate others to give, an alertness to meet the needs that fear that uh, may fear others may overlook, enjoyment in meeting needs without pressure of appeals, enjoy when the gift is an answer to another person's prayer. You know, when God just puts something on your heart, I feel like I'm supposed to give this gift in this way, and it, somebody else has been praying about that big time. And then you, you actually get the gift and it all of a sudden like opens up an opportunity that, wow, Lord, here's my prayers. I can't tell you guys how many times that's happened in my life. My sister's taking care of some of the needs when bills have financially just gotten really high. She would text me, hey, do you got Zillow? <laughs> uh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> just go check it. And, you know, it was right at a specific time. As we're moving to the why there was one thing, uh, there's a list of things that, you know, the why cost. And you know what, guys? A lot of this stuff is getting taken care of right now from people in the church that are just contributing finances and they own businesses that can actually make some of this stuff happen. And so anyways, uh, so I listed out all the items to our leaders and then somebody hit me up after the meeting and says, hey, Neil, is there something on the list that you didn't put on there? And I said, Yeah. She says, this is something that you would really like, but you, you didn't write it on there because you feel like it was like, it's kind of extravagant. It's like, yeah, definitely. Well, I want to take care of that. You know, it's an answer to my prayer that the Lord knows my heart because what I want at, at our new facility is I want the words of the songs that we're singing right behind you so that you can just like look forward and you can see the words and it's, there's not a whole lot of distractions. So we're going to have like a 93-inch TV. <laughs> I'm serious. At least 80. 75. But that was really on my heart because it would just enhance the, the worship. You can just like see the words and you can see everything. So, uh, you know... This gift, is a, it, you have joy when, when you're answering somebody's prayers. The another characteristic of it is the concern that it may be of high quality. If you have this gift of giving, you want to make sure that your gift is really high quality. And a desire to feel a part of the work of a person in whom you give to. 
So you give financially to support something, but you're also very much a part of it, feel a part of it. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But there's some common weaknesses with this gift. A need to deal with large sums of money may appear as a focus on temporal values. Desire to give to a ministry may appear to an attempt to control the work of a person or ministry. Some of the common weaknesses are encouraging others to give may, may appear as a lack of generosity and unnecessary pressure because you have this gift, you like try to push it on other people, like you should really give to this and they don't have that gift. It's a stretch to tithe, you know? So um, can kind of feel like pressure. Living frugal lifestyle may appear to others as selfishness and not meeting our friends or family's needs. This is, this is a common weakness with this, where, where your family is viewing everything that you've purchased for the church or things that you've purchased for other people, and yet alone, they're like, what about me? Sometimes this happens. Giving motivated by hope of forcing God into a big gain instead of trusting God. And lastly, is abusing this gift to get from the saints and church members, which means, like, obviously, I get the leader's time. I get, I get people to notice me because I'm the one that supports everything around here. That's kind of a common weakness with this gift, for sure. So those are some ways to look at the weaknesses of this gift and also the common characteristics. And you can start asking yourself, you know, do I have the gift of giving? Is it something that God's designed me with? Because we all have a gift mix. And so God has designed you is not specifically with just one gift, but he gives us a mix of different gifts. And so you might be finding yourself, you know, I, I identify with pretty much all that stuff. And some of us in the room might be thinking like I identify with maybe a couple of those things. I maybe have a little bit of this gift. So no matter what category you really fit in is, I got a very bold statement to say for us today is that we can all learn from the gift of giving. We can all learn from the gift of giving. As a follower of Jesus, we trust him that he died on the cross and he rose from the grave. Jesus rose from the grave. Then we can obviously trust him with our money too. We can all learn from this gift. In the past 15 to 20 years of attending church and being a part of a church, my family and I have given over seventy-five dollars to $100,000 to the church. I'm a millionaire. Think about it. You know, what do we do with our money? I don't want any of that money back. <laughs> it's been a very well invested. It's the best 401k program that I've ever been a part of. And so sometimes we always think like, well, wouldn't it be great if the church had a bunch of millionaires and they could just support everything? We don't need millionaires to move forward as a church. Millionaires are great. 
It's really, it's great to have churches that have, you know, that you have millionaires and, and whatnot, but we don't need millionaires to support the church and move forward. The plans that God has for downtown Davenport don't need millionaires to accomplish. They just need people like you and me tithing. They really do. That's all it takes. It's the only thing it's going to take for us to move forward as a church. There is a huge harvest for us to reach that God has prepared for us to reach. And he's opened up doors at the YMCA for us to walk in there and be a part of the YMCA's mission, which is young Christians. Young Christians. So we're able to be a part of the YMCA's mission. And the only thing that it takes is us tithing. I don't need you guys to go win the lotto. <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is, is if you do win the lotto and you aren't giving now, then you won't give when you win the lotto. <laughs> do, do the math, look it up. Trust me when I say I've looked into this stuff. Winning the lotto is like detrimental for some people's lives. It's because they don't have this gift of giving. They don't know what to do with this money. And so we are truly, throughout your lifetime, we will be millionaires and so we can all learn from the gift of giving because you know what? You can purchase all the things you could ever want and you still won't be satisfied. Money does not satisfy the soul. But giving to things and, and seeing, oh, wow, Jesus is changing people's lives. That is something I want to give to. That brings satisfaction. The ministry of the church rests on the church's shoulders. So do we want a great church or do we want a church that's like just getting by? You know, do we want amazing toys for our kids and, and a really big space for them to play? Or do we want to put all of our kids on an ugly orange couch? <laughs> Can I get an Amen. We want the best because that's what we were given, right? We were given the opportunity to come into a church that people greeted us. And in the 3 to 15 area, that's one of the main reasons we're moving to the Y2 is because we got to reach kids. We got to reach kids. And I got a little secret for you is it costs money to do this stuff. It doesn't happen for free. Even Jesus's ministry was funded the son of God, the one that came from heaven to earth, had to have his ministry funded. Check this out. It's, it's found in Luke 8. I'd invite you to just turn there. Luke 8, 1. We're going to be looking at this. It says, after this, Jesus traveled about from town to village and to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. So the ministry of Jesus has begun. He's invited the 12 disciples in. He's went to them at their workplace, says, hey, just leave your jobs, guys, and come with me. Has anybody ever done that with you? You know, came to you and said, like, just leave your job and trust me. Just trust me. So he grabs the 12 disciples, and he's teaching, and he's healing, and he's going from town to town. So he goes from Moline to Kelowna. He heads off to Silvis, to Cedar Rapids. And then he goes from Des Moines to Chicago. 
He's going from town to village to town, and he's, he's preaching and he's teaching. You know, sometimes we just kind of move through this stuff, and Jesus' ministry had begun, and he's going from town to town. Like, a, that's a lot of work. They didn't have Priuses or Teslas. <laughs> they had to walk from town to town, and the 12 disciples complaining about how hungry they are. Then you got the crowd of people following you. It says the 12 were with him, and listen to this, it says, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had came out of. Johanna, the wife of Chuas, and the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. So you got the 12 disciples, and then you have these women. Now listen to what the, the, some of these women's role was in this. Not only following Jesus, not only trusting Jesus, not only following him from town to town. The role was this. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. They were taking their finances and helping support the 12 disciples so that Jesus could do this. There's a couple things that we can learn from this is that Mary who had a complete life change, who was trapped by spirits in her body, who was trapped with demons that were running her life. She is now a contributor, a contributor. (laughs) You know the word I'm looking for. This is the nine o'clock service. So she's given to Jesus' ministry. So something that we can pick up on is like people that have life change want to give. Right? We want other people to, to experience what we've experienced. So people that have life change want to give. We've been given a new chance, and we heard about the Bible, we heard about Jesus, and there's this church that welcomed us when we walked in the door. We want to give to that. People that have life change want to give is one thing we can pick up on. Another thing is that women have hearts of gratitude. Women have hearts of gratitude. There's a reason that we have women on our eldership here. We have women in leadership here. It's because we need women. We do. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But women also have hearts of, beautiful hearts of gratitude that God's done something amazing in them and they just want to share it with people. And so you see that with this group of women that are going along with the disciples that they want to share what Jesus has done in their life. And lastly is you see that Jesus' ministry was funded They were using what they had financially to fund and support Jesus' ministry. It's by giving that Jesus was able to go from Des Moines to Chicago. It's by these women that people were able to hear the beautiful news of the gospel and and break away from religion and, and hear it face to face with Jesus. These women supported and funded the entire thing.
So we need people operating with this gift definitely in the church today in, in fitting in those characteristics of the gift of giving. We definitely need that. The church desperately needs people that are, have the gift of supporting the church and advancing the kingdom, continue throwing seed. We need this gift operating in the church. Every church does. We also need people that will take a step of faith today and for the next year and just say, you know what, I'm going to continue to just trust God and this is my next step and I'm going to tithe. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to trust the Lord. God's done amazing things in my own life and I want that to be shared. I'm going to trust God because he takes care of all my needs. God says, give and it will be given to you. So as we give, the Lord brings provision. You guys, there's just a beautiful peace of knowing that God's taking care of me. You know what I mean? Just to know that the Lord's got me. And I'm telling you, man, over the last four years of planning this church, there's been a lot of doubts that that's actually going to happen. And then I get a text from my sister. <laughs> you know, or something comes in the mail or, you know, just people like the Lord brings my family to somebody's heart and they, they give financially to us. It's a beautiful thing to know that the Lord's taking care of us. It's nice to just trust them. All right, I trust you. I don't understand it because, guys, I don't understand it. All I know is he's the creator of everything, and so he's always going to take care of what he creates. He created each one of us. He's got us. He's going to take care of you. So what I'd like to do is I just want to bless this gift of, of giving for anybody in this room that those characteristics just really hit home today that you're saying, you know what, I, that is definitely me. I love to just give to people. I, I love to uh, support things. I, I love to be behind the scenes. I, I love to just um, financially support ministries. And man, God has created you with that heart. I'm just going to invite you today is as I bless this, that if you're living from the characteristics but a lot of, lot of your life right now, when I started listing off some of those common weaknesses, you're like, man, I find myself in that too. I just want to bless that gift and to just move those common, uh, those common weaknesses out of there. Just move the common weaknesses aside. And I just want to bless the characteristics that God has given you. So I don't want you to stand up because I don't necessarily even want to know who you are. <laughs> I don't want anybody else to either. But <laughs> who's buying lunch today? <laughs> uh, I just want you to just sit there and just receive, okay? So if you say, you know what, I have that gift of giving, and it's in my heart, and this is how God has designed me, I just want to bless that right now. I'm just going to pray. Would you guys pray with me? Lord, um, just thank you so much for this gift. And we know that things get done because of this gift. Lord, we're able to um, 
to grow as a church. We're able to reach the city. We're able to do community events on the river. We're able to hold big, gigantic, close down the street for Easter. Uh, all these things happen because of this gift. That's, that's the reason all this is happening. People with this gift and people trusting you with tithes and offerings, Lord. So, Lord, I just bless that gift right now. For anybody in this room that's had this gift of giving, Lord, I just want to bless it right now. Lord, would you just increase it? Would they operate out of the characteristics of giving generously to the things that you've called them to give to? Just give generously, Lord. In any of the common weaknesses that may be in their life that that you're, uh, that you're working on right now, that you brought them in the door and you're, you're working on some of these areas, any of those common weaknesses, Lord, I just pray that you just start working on them and, and strengthen, Lord, even, even today, that today would be a new day that they don't need to operate from those weaknesses anymore. They can actually just trust you and continue using this gift. And Lord, I just pray for forgiveness, God, for, for anybody that's trying to take advantage of that gift in their life that's tried to use it all up so that nobody else can get it. Lord, I just pray for for them to have hearts of forgiveness for anybody who's tried to overuse that gift. That you'd just walk them through forgiveness, God. That they'd be able to forgive. And now bless them, Lord. Bless them so that they can bless others. Bless them so they can bless the city. Just bless them, Lord. Bless their finances, Lord. Just pray a blessing over their finances right now. In Jesus' name. I also just have another prayer. I have two, two other prayers today. This one is, I just really felt like there's some people in the room that were going to be here today that... Um, Trusting God with your finances is like, this is way beyond what I came in here expecting to hear. What I need to do is just start with trusting God with my life. I know it's a part of it. It's a big part of it is trusting the Lord with finances. But it's, it's also like the Lord knows your heart today. And so I just want you to know that you can just completely surrender everything to Jesus today. Even things that you've taken back, maybe you've done that in the past and you're like, you know, I've started taking some of this stuff back that I used to trust the Lord with. Surrender it to Christ today. So I just want to pray for for anybody in that category. Lord, we just trust you with our entire lives, every aspect of it, our relationships, our our finances, our work, our, our, our relationship with you, Jesus. We just trust you right now. We choose to trust you in Jesus' name. We just put our hope and our trust in you. You are so good. We turn away from our sins. We turn away from the evil desires in our hearts that that want to just pull us down. And we choose to trust you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Is there anybody, uh, this is pretty dark in the room. You can't see a whole lot. Is there anybody that said, you know what, I've, I chose to trust Jesus for the first time today. Would you just raise your hand? Amen. Very cool. All right. Lastly, um, I just want to pray for anybody that as I was talking about giving and I was talking about finances and you just started, fear started rising up. 
You're like, you know what, man, I can't give. You know, I, I can't trust God right now with my finances. You got to understand where my situation is. And all these like bills started adding up in your head. And, and you, you just fear started rising as soon as I started talking about finances. And you're saying, you know what, I want to change that today. I just want to trust the Lord. I want to trust Him. I'm going to invite you to stand up. If that's you, you're saying, you know what, I just want to trust the Lord. I want to trust him with my finances. Be bold. Stand up. Do it. Try it out. Okay? Anybody else? Anybody else that just says, you know what, I'm tired of like stressing out about bills. I just want to trust the Lord with my finances. I want to, I want to just give him anything and everything that he wants. I'm sick of stressing out about that stuff. Amen. The Lord's got you. So continue to give, guys. People that stood up, give whatever you have. Give generously. And man, God will supply all of your needs. He truly will. So when those bills come, I just invite you to just say, God, I am trusting you with these bills. I'm trusting you with the things that I don't understand. I trust you with the financial situation that I'm currently in. Just invite you to start trusting the Lord and just give extravagantly and watch how he supplies. He's got amazing plans for your life. He wants to bless your finances. I want to give you guys $2 a piece. <laughs> it's a $2 bill. Stay standing. Don't sit down. This is for you. Because you're trusting the Lord, so I trust you to spend this wisely. This is my money. You're welcome. No, it's Amy's too, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Remember this. Remember when you trusted the Lord. Oh, you get $4. For some reason, you get it. Here, sir. Remember this. Put it in your pocket. Remember this: that the Lord's always got us. He will always supply our needs. You know, you can't outgive God, right? Amen. We'll just worship the Lord because He's so worthy to be worshipped. Would you guys just stand up with me? Let's just sing this last song to Him. If you didn't receive communion before, sir, or during the last two songs, go ahead and receive communion. If you need specific prayer, if, if there's a lot of fear or anxiety when it comes to talking about money or anything, man, that is not God. I'm letting you know right now, that is not the Lord. And so I just invite you, I'm gonna be at the back of the room by the prayer table. There's somebody else back there, uh, by the, right on this side, right over here. We're gonna be right over there. And I just would like to pray for you. Just bless the, what God is doing that you can continue to trust him. Let's sing. Thanks again for taking time to listen. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at cityqc.com.